and we are underway, broadcasting to you from our North Catholic studios in Cranberry Township with episode number 15 of our podcast on North Catholic Athletics. My name is Alex Brown. And I'm Ryan Berry. And together we are your hosts for this podcast. And Ryan, today we're going to dive in to boys volleyball. Yes, we are, Alex. Uh, the boys volleyball team, they've got some momentum going early. They, they, they do. played Ambridge tough, uh, and it's going it's gonna to be tough to kind of get going because you lost two really vital players in Aiden Ward and Andrew Eubinger but yeah I mean they started off pretty fast played one of the best teams in the in the Whippeal good uh in, in Ambridge and they're looking for more they got some really good players this year and they got a lot of depth scoring as coach Ball will talk about us in a little bit as we interviewed her uh third time a third interview every year we've done with coach Ball and they've all been good so we're looking forward uh to this season and doing another interview next year for our senior year. <laughs> Absolutely. And this team this year, it's a different kind of team. You're able to start on this team, two seniors, two two uh, juniors, and two sophomores at any given time on this team. It's a younger team. It's a smaller team. But they really support each other um, during these games that we've seen so far. They're 2-1 on the year. They beat Deer Lakes um, 3-0. Um, they beat Beaver County Christian 3-0. And then they beat – and then they lost to um, – Ambridge, pardon me, three to two in five sets in a really close matchup and a thriller last Thursday um, at Ambridge, and that's a game where they really struggled to. Uh, that's a place I should say where they really struggled to win the last several years, and it's just a tough place to play. And they have a great team there at Ambridge, um, really impressive, and that's a beautiful school, beautiful gym down in Ambridge and too. This team is not the tallest team that you'll see. Uh, they, they got some yeah, height though, right? And uh, but the good thing about this team is there's a lot of players who uh, who are now juniors who. Last couple of years, they were playing on JV a lot. Maybe got a couple shots at varsity. Right. Now they're finally getting their chance. Nate Ball played a little bit on varsity last year, but Liam Cook and Trey Pernsley weren't able to play varsity last year and did good on JV. But now they're getting uh, higher, bigger rules on varsity and Im- impacting the varsity game. So without a doubt, for them, that's definitely going to be something good uh, to watch. And also Drew Palmer and Evan Camille, they got time last year as well on the varsity team playing on a swing rule last year. And now Evan Camille, he's your starting libero for North Catholic. And Drew Palmer's been a fantastic outside hitter. And he's done a phenomenal job at that this year. He had 15 kills in that game against Ambridge. Lucas Gunther had 31 kills. He's now the player of the week for 2A. And he's had a phenomenal year so far. He's going to have a phenomenal rest of this year. But as you said, Ryan, it's a lot of increased minutes um, for some of these people compared to last year. And, but they do have, a lot of these players do play some club volleyball as well. So it's a lot of players with volleyball experience. And they're having a good start to the year, and they play Olsh tomorrow night. Yep, and next week they got some challenging games as well as Ant Montour and Hopewell both at home, and we should be broadcasting at least one of those games uh, next week. So the North Catholic, forward to that. We're looking forward to that. And some good teams, great teams this year. In 2A, you got Armstrong came down from 3A as well, did Latrobe. And Latrobe is currently leading 2A in the last coaches poll. North Catholic is fourth. Um, and they're getting some respect early on in the coaches poll through the first couple of games that they've played. And they're looking to continue that success um, in the games to come without a doubt. And with, for, without further ado, let's talk to Coach Ball. We are here with North Catholic Volleyball Coach, Coach Ball. Coach, thank you for coming on the podcast with us. Thank you, Alex and Ryan. Uh, Coach, this team this year as a whole is smaller, and it's a bit younger, but do you feel that it's closer? Absolutely. Um, I love how the boys um, interact and support each other. Um, the we I usually split the varsity and JV practices, but most of the time 
the varsity's in there during the JV, and the JV will stay during the varsity, which I love. So um, it, it brings the team closer together. You lost two players and some other players that were very vital to the team's success in Andrew Eubringer and Aiden Ward. Uh, how have you been able to fill those roles with some of the other players stepping up so far this year? So um, we had a, a neat group of um, you know, younger players that came in last year who got quite a few opportunities on um, varsity, which was great experience. They would play the entire game on JV, and then they would get experience in varsity. So um, Nate Ball, as a sophomore, had that experience last year, and um, then um, Drew Palmer as a freshman last year, and um, Evan Camille as a, as a freshman last year. So all three of them have stepped into starting roles this year, very vital roles in, in, in the positions that they're playing. And that's helped take, I think our, our, our team is more well-rounded this year. We're, we're getting output from many players instead of just maybe one or two or even three. I mean, typically on a night we have, um, we definitely have a, a couple that get a little bit more kills than others, but then you've got like three that are getting, you know, eight kills a game and, and that, that's just wonderful. You spoke about some of those guys are getting a lot of kills. I mean, everyone's contributing, as to your point. But Lucas Gunther, 31 kills in that game again, in that thrilling game against Ambridge last Thursday, and he's the player of the week this Absolutely, week. Absolutely, yes. So, and Palmer, Drew Palmer, at 15 last week too. Absolutely. So what's, what's the confidence of that you have and the team has when they go up to strike that ball? Well, I think um, typically your outside hitters get more kill attempts because mm -hmm. um, that is the set that's easiest um, to make at times in case um, if the passing isn't there. Um, we have been blessed this year with um, the passing has been, you know, it, obviously you're always going to be a little streaky, but our passing has been pretty consistent so that we've been able to work in um, the middle hitters. We've been able to work in, you know, the right side hitter. And so um, absolutely, with Lucas, um, he, he's going to be the one that's going to get the most. We start him in that position for a reason. Um, he basically took over for Andrew Eubinger. Um, but what I've been really impressed with is we are getting Drew Palmer the ball. Um, we are Nate. Nate has gotten seven he, he kills. He had seven kills last game, too. That's he right. did. Luke had eight kills the last game. Um, so it, it's being distributed, which is wonderful, and we're getting a lot of people involved. Volleyball seems to be the sport that has like the best camaraderie because you obviously have to every point everyone cheers. Why do you think that is? You think it's like I guess needed for the success for teams to be so like connected? It might be the personalities we yeah. have on the team. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I it, maybe because when we get points, it's usually when you're getting a kill or destroying uh -huh. the ball or or there's an ace if somebody's not you know they're shanking the ball on the other end, um, and and maybe. That's what it is. I'm, I'm not sure. They just seem to really gel together this year, and, and yeah. they have been. We've always had teams that have done really well and have really supported each other. But I, I've been equal. I'm very impressed this year with this group. Boys volleyball as a whole, in particular, seems like a sport um, where a lot of people do it because their friends are and because they see it as a good time, and they get it and they're successful. Uh, why do you think the sport has that appeal in general? I, you know what? I, I'm not sure. I, I think that um, spring sports have have that kind of 
appeal um, and and you have um, it, it's it's you know we're getting out of the the winter you know the the basketball season which is wonderful we have wonderful basketball teams but it's it's so long you know and and then you're getting into you know the longer days and the warmer weather and um, I think um, the boys just you know and school's about out you know so yeah. um, you know, I, I don't have a good answer for that, but I think a lot of that ties into it. Do you feel that it is that way, though, that it, it is like a sport that a lot of people do it because they, they see it as a fun one to do? Um, I do, but I think once they get in the gym and they realize that we're serious, you yeah. know, um, the, the boys have a lot of fun. But when we're practicing, you know, we're serious. Yeah. And um, when we're preparing for a game, when we are warming up for a game, we're serious, yeah. you know. They might make the music be a little light to make that, you know, a little bit fun. And you want it to be fun, yeah. but they are serious, you know. Absolutely. You mentioned before how many, I guess, depth scoring you guys have. So, like, when teams try to key on Lucas Gunther or Drew Palmer, you have other guys that can get kills. How important is that? So if a team tries to take away Lucas or Drew, that you have, like, uh, Nate and Luke being able to get kills as well. Um, absolutely. I think last year um, we started off really hot last year. And, and we ended well. I mean, we were – uh, the number two team, you know, going into the playoffs, we ended up number four coming out of the whips. But um, I think last year I, they kind of figured us out. We were a little bit more one person, always go to Andrew. Um, and this year I, I've said from the beginning we've got so much talent on the team that we need to spread it out. And, and I think those guys are excited. Now I think the one that quarterbacks all of that – you know, we've, we've got to have the passing, but once we have the passing, um, you know, Ro Alessandro has, you know, just been invaluable the last two years as our setter. And um, this year, he he's the one that's calling the shots. He's the one moving the ball around. You know, we make recommendations, but um, I he's the one making the decisions based on what he's seeing, the matchups he's seeing. Um, and, and the boys really – talk well on the court as well. They're seeing the court. They're seeing who they're up against, who's blocking against them. And and um, it, it just seems like an all-around team effort, you know, to get everybody the ball, you know. And, and we've got a new middle this year, Trey Pernsley, who's doing a great job. We haven't gotten him in the offense as much, but he's he's getting a block here or there in every game, and he usually gets a couple kills every game. He does. Yeah. Yes, and um, and that's a new role for him, and, and typically – um, you do not put a lefty as a middle, but he can jump, and um, and um, we put him there as a blocker is what we did, and 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 he's doing what we need him to do. Why why is that the case though that you wouldn't put a lefty as a middle? Typically, your lefty is your your right side. That's a, okay. just a natural position for them, and um, so it was kind of came down to um, Nate at right side or Trey at right side and and we just felt that we our best combo would be Trey in the middle and Nate at right side. With only two seniors this year, how have you seen their leadership? Because when there's only two, you don't have as many people talking like being the head. <laughs> right. How have you seen Luke and uh, Roe, who are sometimes a little bit quieter, how have you seen their their leadership this year? Um, you know what? I, it's it's different than in the past, you know. Um, I don't know that I've had, you know, quiet seniors in the past, yeah. you know, yeah. even. <laughs> um, and, and so – but they they do motivate, and I I mean Alex, you tell me. I mean Luke was really hyped during the Ambridge he game, was. and 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 I think they feed off of that energy, you know. Um, so um, I think Roe is a quiet leader on the court. 
Um, I think Luke is more of a vocal leader to try to hype, you know, everyone up. And um, I think it's worked really well, you know. And um, and I think, you know, Lucas and Nate with this being kind of Lucas's second year starting and Nate really his second year on varsity, he lettered last year also. Those two are playing important roles as well. Coming into any season, do you carry with it expectations? And if so, after the first couple of games this year, the early returns, if you will, what are yours now moving forward? Well, um, I, we, I, in my mind, we should win our section. I really think we should win our section. Uh, we had Ambridge. It is so hard to win at Ambridge. Um, we need to win all the home games for sure. And um, I think um, at this point, I can see us running the table. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. There's some great teams. Montour is the returning Whippeal champions, and, and they lost a couple key pieces, but they've got still got some strong players. They're going to be a tough matchup. Hopewell's got probably the best player in the whips, um, uh, and he um, they will be a tough matchup. Um, Olsh coming in on on Tuesday. They're always he always puts together you know a great team at Olsh. He's an excellent coach. Um, so I think in our section, we our goal is to win the section. That's our goal, and um, and that still is a strong possibility. Um, we 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 need to win out, but we can do that. And then in the whips, you got a couple strong teams in the whips. So Seton and and um, Latrobe are are big. And I think the whips are going to be much more competitive this year than they have maybe in the last two years. But um, again, um, we've got a strong team and we, we will make some noise. Looking back on that Ambridge game, what are some of your takeaways from that one? What do you guys need to improve upon going forward? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, the thing is, is the kids stuck together. The, they stuck together the entire time. Um, I, I think we, we need to put them in, in more um, – challenging situations at practice. I'm going to start running practices with the clock and and have them down like, you know, 16, 20 and, and yeah. make them claw their way back up. Um, we're going to look at different serve-receive um, options to kind of get them um, using different people. I think um, in the Ambridge game, once we saw the numbers and everything, they started keying on, you know, one passer. And uh, he's an excellent passer, but when you get 90% of the balls – you know, serve to you, you know, it, it, you're gonna, it, we got to take a little of that off. That's a little bit too much pressure in a game like that. So, um, so th there's, there's a lot that we can do, um, that we're going to continue to work on. Um, uh, we, we need to, we always need to be working on our blocking and, 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 and all of that, but, um, we've got a lot of ideas. Um, we take stats. So we, we read, read those stats. We talk to the boys about the stats and, and we implement change. So, Fantastic. Perfect practice makes perfect. Yes. And we'll see that perfection coming up on our airwaves on the North Catholic Sports Network uh, this Tuesday against Olsh. We'll have that one broadcasted. We will not be on the call for that one as we have a couple different, we're taking a couple different directions on Tuesday. But we'll be back the following week with broadcasts as they'll have a home game against Montour and um, Hopewell. Yes. On that following week as we come back from Easter break. And we'll, I'm sure we'll be broadcasting at least one of those two with us there on the call. And uh, thank you very much for coming in today, Coach. We oh, appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
And you just heard from Coach Paul, a good interview. We thank you for your time and looking forward to doing number four next year as uh, it'll be our final year, final year here. And we'll do four interviews. Can't believe that. Already coming up on that. And it's going to be exciting to cover them this season. And we look forward to their games to come and, uh, and look for our broadcast schedule on the North Catholic Sports Network. And we'll have those games that we'll be covering up there. And we thank you for listening to this podcast today. Yep, and remember, we are your one-stop podcast for everything North Catholic Athletic.